if you listen. almost a Jets champ. Oh. J-E-T-S. Yeah. My new favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Jets. God, Chris. I have to love the Jets. You know, I don't know why. Um, no. Because Ben Roethlisberger was just signed to the 2021 uh, season. Yeah. A year I never thought I'd see, Do, Well, let alone see with Ben Roethlisberger still at the helm. Yeah, no doubt, right? What a fucking nightmare. I'm getting paid $30 million a year. Uh, you had asked me to go back and listen to episode 87. Mm, uh, I did. Not for nothing. A year ago. Archive, yeah. Today. Or not really. It was a post-NFL draft right. uh, archive show. This is a pre-NFL draft. Pretty good. Yeah. I recommend you guys go back and listen to it. We had some hot takes. At uh, least listen to the f- the first like half hour of it. Yeah, up to 35. Yeah, and then, and then just for wheels the, fall who cares? Off. Yeah. Typical. Don't, yeah. I didn't even <laughs> listen to the rest of it. <laughs> I didn't either. So <laughs> we don't even entertain ourselves well. Um but I think we should start. Well, so so there was a couple hot takes okay, there. Okay, yeah. One of which uh, I was like, I mean, I feel like Ben Roethlisberger is going to be around for like two more years. Oh, look Except at you, be around for Three well, more years. Yeah. So I was wrong. It was, uh, it was jokes not, on all of us. Well, I even said it like in jest, right? And I was like wrong. We even said the same thing about uh, Eli Manning. I think, mm-hmm. didn't we? There was we something said, in there about Eli. We like, said all these guys won't go away. Right. And uh, Eli, we were like, yeah, they'll, they'll. we were actually sympathizing with Eli Manning. We were? Yeah, there was a moment where I we didn't, were like, I didn't catch that, that poor all. guy just gets his ass kicked. And he can't, like, <laughs> hopefully Saquon Barkley will help him. But I, rem- I remember you saying. you said ODB will be out of town. Yeah. You, you were like, I don't even think ODB is going to be around yeah. for, for the next quarterback. And you were right. Yeah. O- just- Dell Beckham Jr. never got to see another quarterback other than Eli Manning. Yeah, but now he has uniform. Baker, so I think he's in a better place. Who we also liked because of his name. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird <laughs> one too. Yeah, I feel good about it. But we got we we like Baker and we liked Lamar Jackson exactly, and those quarterbacks were the two best. I'd say I think so. So far, it's working out. Did you them. did you have any? Did I did have, remember we said I also did say the thing I I don't know stood out to me about the Giants and Eli was that the Giants just they were still in on Eli. And they could take the running back because they could always just draft a quarterback the following year, yeah. which is now, which might not happen again because they love Eli so much. They don't love Eli. I think that there's not, a there's a Eli's so, become like the world's greatest scapegoat. Like I think that he now that they're leaning into the fact that like every idiot New Yorker finally has figured out that he sucks. They can just like whatever. Well, no, they can they can. Tank with him, right? And put the blame on him, right? It's not like, well, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean, right? I was thinking they could take the blame off of him and just be like, well, the blame's not. Yeah, well, it will, right? Like, what can he be, do? You know, like he can't. You know, if the Giants were smart and they wouldn't do this to Eli, but if they were smart, they would trade for for Rosen. They would they would get Rosen. They would what? trade. They would trade yeah. a second and a third right. for Rosen. 
They'd keep their number one. They'd pick an O-lineman. Mm-hmm. They'd let Eli tank this year. They'd pick someone else great next year. And then hand the fucking reins to Rosen. It would make sense to me. It makes a lot of sense. I, I think any team that's trading for Rosen is going to have to do that. They're, he's not He's not playing this year, I don't think, no matter who he plays for. No, the Arizona Cardinals are picking Kyler Murray. You want to know how much they're picking Kyler Murray? That's what I mean. So, like, even if they keep Rosen, they might not even trade Rosen now. That would be so cruel. It'd be, it, yeah, it would be pre- probably. Pre- Actually, I heard, I heard some guys theory. That would be anti-Semitic. That would be an anti-Semitic <laughs> move. I heard some and guys. I, wish you, I wouldn't put past the Cardinals. They were like, the Arizona was the last state to have like yeah. an MLK day. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're yeah. like the most subtly, their own, their owners not so subtly made some racist things too, I think, state. over the last couple of yeah. years, too. Like, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And they're, it's not like. The Phoenix Cardinals, they're the Arizona, it's the whole state. Yeah. They, they oh, they're all in it together. Yeah, they're yeah. all in it together. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a fluke that they wear all white most of the time. <laughs> if they could put a, they could make an NFL like helmet hood, they would. I I heard some guy's theory, I think, I, I think it was one of the guys from The Ringer, it was on a podcast, I think. I happened to listen to it on another podcast, actually. You did? Yeah, weird enough. A um, Ringer podcast? Uh, yeah, I think About it was... the NFL? Uh, yeah, I think it was the... You're like, give me some uh, mid-springs Lombardi I, takes. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got the NFL spring fever. I'm going... I'm doing some crunches in the apartment. Yeah. Mm, come on, get it. Uh, uh, 2,000 more crunches. <laughs> come on, Kevin O'Connor. Um... I don't know. It was uh, I think it was like the Ryan Rosillo one with like the dual thread or something. I don't know. And he had a couple of the oh, NFL yeah, guys yeah. on I there. Like, oh, that's what they call the Ryan Rosillo thing. Yeah, dual threat. Yeah, dual threat. You know, because you uh, can talk about like you know both basketball and football or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the the guy, the, one of the one of the guys was talking. He was like, he he's on the impression that Rosen might not get traded, and if if he was in charge, he would draft Kyler Murray, play Rosen, start Rosen, build up his trade value. Under Kingsbury, because the thinking goes is like he has to play better under Kingsbury in this system and this whole thing. Do you understand who we're talking about? So what? I'm just saying, like, the, I'm actually Cardinals, that's not a bad idea. It's not the it's, worst. It's the best the, idea I've heard so far. The Cardinals are like they're trying to do what the Chiefs did, but without a talent. Hall of Fame court coach. Right. Kills me to an say an actual talent and and an amazing second round find that they benched for a year in quarterback. Like I, Patrick Mahomes. Well, he was God, a first rounder. He was. I yeah, was they traded up for him like into the. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, dude! Am I it's okay. It's my facts right. are just. You, you, I mean, you're pretty. You're pretty close. You're there. That's I'm, what I'm here for. I'll you, just kind of clean it up a little you. bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also had. I don't think Kyler Murray's Patrick Mahomes, but I don't watch college football, so what do I fucking know? I just don't think Kyler Murray's that guy. And I don't think having your like oh, yeah, college like, coach there to like suck a lot. Well, he team. may he may or may not be and stuff. But the point, like with Kansas City, though, is they already had Kelsey. They already had Tyreek Hill. They had. They had hunts. Like they had, uh, they had a whole thing in place there, a yeah. system with a lot of talent. A coach, and then and Mahomes then, just was able to step the, into that. We teased the Kool Aid Man. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Kool Aid Man had one with Alex Smith. He's there was there he's was a, a really good coach, for lack of a better word, culture. There was already, and you said a foundation. There was a yep. good team in place. Right. Exactly. All they did was switch out Mahomes a year after. And and and, and Andy Reid is an innovative offensive guy. He knows how to adapt. I'm systems against, and players. I'm, and I'm over hating Andy Reid. I'm like all in now. He's when it comes to playoffs, though. That's that's where he gets a little spotty, and and that's rightfully so. And maybe they've turned a, a turn a corner, and he's figured things. I think he's grown and learned from his mistakes in the past, which I think is really hard for any coach or leader uh, in sports or or people in general. Can, anyone that can walk out on a field and play a game with a poncho and with a poncho. <laughs> With an actual tent, with just a, with a, just a tent. He did try to lose weight. 
you know, good for him. Yeah. And I, then it just came back, and then you're like, all right, just you know, like this is just you. You're a really overweight who's walrus. Who's he trying to impress? I don't know. No, no one. No one. He shows up in like off season meetings and stuff. There's always there's like there's these not, they're not memes or whatever, but he's he's always in like cargo shorts and like Hawaiian shirts. Great, that's a great look. It's it's him. It's, it's like that's just he leans look. into who he is. Does he have a wife? And I appreciate it. Yes. Then he's good. Yep, exactly. Maybe he doesn't a side need to, piece. He doesn't if need... he's impressing his wife oh. in his side piece, he is, <laughs> he, he's golden. He's, he's a millionaire. He's sort of he the... He probably t- rides like three-wheelers instead of four-wheelers because he's still into them. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Oh, yeah, in flip-flops. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like puts the, the, the cream on his nose. Cream so on the nose, but doesn't rub it in. Yeah. Doesn't rub it But doesn't put it anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's worried about skin cancer he's in one the place only. Sports version of like the Tao of Steve. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He kind of looks like Long him. Island iced teas. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little tea glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doesn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. I like it. He doesn't or, give a fuck. Is he the dude or is he the? Is he's kind of. Yeah. He's kind of like the dude's cousin or something. Right. Yeah. The dude. <laughs> the, the dude probably probably learned it from him. Right. Yeah. Because he was like, he growing the up, the dude like cooler, older cousin that yeah. taught him about like happy days. Yeah, and just life, and was like, this is my, this is this is my, you know, you can do this too, right? Bro. This is my thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the dude's like, pin oh, up a yeah. Ferrari, and then the dude took it to a whole nother yeah. level, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the dude wore a poncho, right? Did he? Well, he wears like a weird, like, or it was like the um, cardigan sweater. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the uh, the Mexican? Um, That's a poncho. But or like, but like the knit the drug rug, yeah, like the knit version drug of it, like it, yeah, drug rug, yeah. <laughs> it's probably offensive. Why? That's what I they call them. No, no, for like weird slippies that like in high school they wore them. Oh, people be like, oh, that's a drug rug. Slippies, <laughs> slippies. You know, a slippy. Yeah, I know. We've talked about it before. Yeah. It just came back yeah. to me. But yeah, yeah. yep. But also, all of the band Candlebox rocked them. Oh, yeah, Candlebox. You remember Candlebox? Oh, I remember Candlebox. You do? Oh, I do, indeed. <laughs> Candlebox is the one band for my entire life that that one song came out. I really liked it for I loved a it. short bit of time. I loved it. And then could never remember the song or the, or the name of the band for since since then, just wait for it to come on the radio so you can like, kind of once in a while, yeah. And every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my god, this is the band. I still can't remember this, and I have to like text my one friend who all, he's the only one that remembers it. Well, Candlebox is great. They were yeah. they. I, I leaned I leaned in hard with Candlebox. They were the grunge band I thought was going to make it big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And they did. And no, they only had the one song. They were a total ripoff. Yeah. So. Weird side note about Candlebox. I follow them on Facebook. <laughs> they're very... Are they still they're, around? They're touring. Wow. And they with t- like 311? Ah, oh, dude. It, what? They wish with 311. <laughs> no, they wish. They can't yeah. even get there? No, no. 311 oh, plays Jones Beach. Like, these guys play uh, like... Ah, that's true. These guys play tiny little clubs. Right. And they do... The, it's so depressing, but they have this Kickstarter where you can sign up and, and like, request, like, <laughs> them to do, like... A song, oh. dedicate a song to you yeah. like for different amounts of money. Right. You can pay them like five grand and they'll sing anything Five live. grand? Well, for five grand, they would sing like whatever you wanted. If you wanted them to like do a cover of, I don't fucking know. <laughs> can I pay five grand and just never sing what? again? A 311 <laughs> song. You know, dude, <laughs> five grand, five grand to do three minutes of silence <laughs> where you just hold up your lighter. Oh, that's so cold-blooded. Because <laughs> they know it was you. I mean, it's just, it's sad. It's sad because I, I just don't think that they're making enough radio play money. They can't be. I said, maybe. And I made some mistakes. I did it anyway. 
Somebody, man, baby. So bad. So bad. But definitely I love that listen, song so much. Definitely listen to it. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to download it. Far Behind is the name of the song yeah, for our behind. listeners at home. Right. Listen. Straight up yeah. listen to uh, it. Tonight, on your drives home. Drives. Because drives oh, well, there's multiple people listening. Sure. Tonight, on your drive home. Yeah. Just l- Put just that crank song it. on Spotify. Crank it. Roll the windows, windows down. down. Yeah. Yeah, one arm, up one arm out. And just let it yeah. ride. I promise you, it is put some, a great... Put some, like, Oakley's on. It's a great three minutes and 21 <laughs> seconds. You will fucking... It you is. It's like, it's it's You'll sort of, it lifts you up somehow. It gets you going a little bit. It's got all it's, the... It's all the... It's, it's all got the, some energy to it. It's all the tricks of, like, a very sort of uh, commercial Pearl Jam song. Yeah. You know, Pearl Jam's always, like, challenging you with tricky songs, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you just want them to sing, like, a hit. Like, <laughs> That's yeah. what Candlebox came in to fill that hole. <laughs> there's just one. Yeah. Is that just, just one? one? Yeah. You just have to play it over and over. I would love to hear Their greatest hits is just Jeff. a single. I would pay the <laughs> kick, Pearl Jam Kickstarter for them to cover a Candlebox because oh, it would be that amazing. That would be amazing. As Bill Maher. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> or just get Dave Grohl to like do it. Fuck that guy. I don't know. I think he, he would, do I think he would rock it out, though. He would make it sound so much oh better. Oh, God. You sound like a fucking middle-aged woman. <laughs> well, they all have hot pants for fun. Dave Cole. It's so weird. I've got hot pants for David. Do you? No. David. <laughs> David. I love David, that you call David him David Grohl. I met David in an airport like one time. David feeding. <laughs> he didn't even look away. He just accepted it. We just nodded heads and was like, yeah. I knew David was a gentleman then. <laughs> Ever since then, I've been rocking out to Foo Fighters and anything he puts out. Mm, yeah. I, even, I even listened to some early Nirvana the other day. Yeah. Well, it's, it'd be late Nirvana because he wasn't there from the beginning. You, oh, dude, you're so Seattle. <laughs> you're so Seattle. Oh, my God. You're so Seattle. It's amazing. Let's get to sports. All right. Kind of don't want to now, though. I know, that was fun. Yeah, we should just do it all Candlebox podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. Let's change the show to, they call it Far Behind, (laughs) where we just listen to Candlebox records. We could get them on air for sure. Oh, for sure. How many many albums do they have? Probably 17 that they just kept self-releasing, being Mm. like, oh, God, well, we're big in Tacoma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they probably are. Where are they from? Are they Seattle? No. no if they were okay. from Seattle, they would have gotten... Way bigger. Yeah, they would be like Mud Honey or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. Oh, speaking of, did you ever watch that Dave... Did we talk about this? The Dave Grohl documentary that he did like a series on HBO? I don't think so. Oh, it's hilarious. So there was like a series where he would go to different cities and then everyone had to like suck his balls. Mm. And he like, he goes to like, it's in, in a way, Sounds it's, nice. it's interesting. Like he goes to Chicago and talks to Steve Albini who recorded the In Utero record. Mm. And like Steve Albini is like a big, he's a gambler now. He's won like a bracelet oh. at the, at the wow. World Series of Poker. Okay. Uh, he didn't take a percentage of their record. He just charged a flat fee, and they and Dave, it's a good. It's a cool there, thing. There are some interesting, yeah, 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 interesting episodes. But one, the he goes saddest like one, or whatever. Well, he goes back to Seattle, Ugh. and Seattle in the airport has a sub pop record store. Oh God! And there's a guy from like Mud Honey who works there. Oh man! As a like a a cashier. Well, and Dave Grohl goes in and it, it's just like, oh hey. And like look, finds like his. Does he not realize who it is? No, oh. and he finds he finds like his record. He finds like the Nirvana <laughs> record. He's like, oh, they're still selling this in airports. Can you believe that? And the guy's like, yeah, I can believe it. 
we toured together, you motherfucker. <sighs> and then they show his like face underneath, like the little like thing <laughs> oh, bar underneath, and it's like Steve Davidson, bassist, Mud Honey. Oh man! And he's just like, he's just, you know, he's just looking at him, and being like, "How Sorry, the dude. fuck did you catch that break?" My stupid lead singer died of a drug overdose right. before we got famous. Yeah. Yours at least lasted three records or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, so sad. That's yeah. That's it's sad. So, and he's in the documentary. Mud Honey was never like Mud Honey was popular. Like it was kind of more underground, like popular. I think, right? They didn't kinda, they? Didn't they start it and then? Yeah, they probably. Yeah, they were probably. Am I misthinking them? Did no, they, no, no. Were they I the think, ones that did Star Dog Champion? Was that their song? Uh, I don't. I don't know that specifically. Star I just. Dog I just remember like all my Champion. friends who were like really hardcore, like grunge or you know like punk rocker kind of Green dudes or whatever. River. Green River was the band that started it all. I think probably. I think that, Green River had a guy that died of a drug overdose, and they, all they did. branched out. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, yeah, they all I did. Mean, who didn't? Uh, Honestly, Eddie Vedder and and Candlebox apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're spinning, a, we're spinning a boring we are, yarn. Are we? I don't know. People might kind of enjoy this one. <laughs> we, we, we just can, can't keep it we going. Do, we should. We could definitely keep it going. We should do Grunge Corner every like month, where we just like all right. talk talk grunge. Do we got some boys? We, can get that we your, can bring we can, in. We got your friend. He's a grunge guy. I've got a huge Pearl Jam follower friend. We could bring him on. Oh, that would be a good one. Grunge Corner. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. a big grunge guy. Were you? No, not until like kind of like later. I was deep into hip hop. Yeah, the exactly. I wasn't. Around. I wasn't yeah. really like Nirvana didn't do anything for me. Me neither. Pearl Jam was kind of like I'd listen to him a little bit, but not I really. Owned, surprisingly, owned two Pearl Jam records. I liked. There's a song called "Once" off of their first record that I fucking dug. It was. Uh. Yeah, it was like, I think I know. It was song. a real fucking rocker. Mm-hmm. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. And so that brought me into buying their second one. And their second one was so sissy. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like, don't call me daughter. Not be a two-year. <laughs> not be I'll be now. We'll do it again. It was terrible. And then all the Warble singers after that were the wor- like Seven Mary Three. Oh, there were so many copycats. Man. Stone Temple Pilots, terrible. Like there were so many bad bands because of Pearl Jam. Like, yeah. You can you can appreciate Pearl Jam. You can. I I am fine with it. Yeah, yeah. But like you have to recognize the fact that so many shitty bands came out of Pearl Jam. Soundgarden was. Um, well, Soundgarden was, was dark. good. They were they. Yeah, they were good. They were they were darker. They were lucky to be in Seattle and not in L.A. Because Soundgarden in L.A. would have just turned into fucking. Poison. Uh, like that guy was just like Chris Cornell was just so such a falsetto. Like he would have just been singing like, yeah, maybe, yeah, I can see, I could probably. Like, they would have been glam. Yeah. They would have yeah. been glam, right? Uh, well, yeah, if they were like five years earlier or something, they they confession. probably confession. Right. I have a confession for you. <laughs> okay. I hate fucking Soundgarden. I hate them. All right, that's fine. Not everybody likes them. I don't. I didn't love them. I, you know, the, some of their songs, like I, I, I could listen to it. Like mm-hmm. that's my whole thing. Like with music, is it just I can. I don't. You like a jam or two. Yeah, you don't exactly. Dedicate yourself to the band right. based on the jam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. That's the great way to say it. Thank uh, you. I, I am a, I, I leaned in hard on Alice in Chains. Yeah, they were I, just I, creepy. That video, their first video yeah. with the, they had like Jesus with his eyes fucking sewn shut. I was like, yes, yeah. I will do. I will. Yeah, do they this were. Band. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, here comes the rooster. I still love that song. Such a dope song. I love. Yeah, I can it's listen about, to that. It's about now. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Who's I know. Writing, right? Who's writing songs now about like Operation like Desert his, Storm? It's like his uncle or something, yeah. right? Who's like a badass yeah, but no, or something? No, but, no current bands are. No, no, I know. Like, it's like no. It was yeah. They come to snuff the rooster. Oh man. Yeah. Recipes. They had another one. I can't remember the name of the song though. Too that I really liked. Yeah. 
It was one of the popular ones. Yeah, 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 probably. Deny your maker. (laughs) That's amazing. Didn't he die too of an overdose? Of course, like a good, cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, he yeah. died alone uh, with like that his was cat sad, eating his face. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Was, yeah. No one could find him for like two weeks. No That's one right. cared for the first week because they were used to it. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah, his guitarist was like, I don't know, he's probably high somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, and who then cares? they found him and, and he like, was oh, high shit. and alone yeah. and dead. Yeah. Probably with his dick out. Probably. Uh, it's, it's weird because like Narcam would have definitely saved that guy now. <laughs> they didn't have it then. Maybe they didn't want to be saved then too. It's true. And then, you know what, Chris Cornell? Killed himself. Yeah, we had a whole show a tribute to him. Yeah, you know. Well, you came did, around to him. Well, because he did that dope fucking. He did I that know, dope that song. Prince that one cover. song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Speaking of Prince covers, have you seen the video of Nick Cage? Uh, oh my god, no! Doing Purple Rain. <laughs> oh, no, it's so good because he just doesn't try to be a great singer in it. <laughs> but it's annoying because the video, like, it's what I hate when people do this at karaoke. There's someone else singing louder than him. Who's not on mic? Oh, I don't know if you've oh, ever done karaoke, but there's no. always like people that like you've never done karaoke. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I can't sing. I'm really bad. I think I'm tone deaf. Yeah. So I, can. I can't like even attempt to. But you know what, Kristen is is like once in a while, like a, a country song or two. I think I can like try to get close to it. Blame it all on yeah, my roots. roots. Showed up in boots. Go ahead. Ruined your black tie affair. Keep going. Last one to know. Last one to show was the last, last one, one you thought you'd see there. See, I think country's your wheelhouse. Dude. <laughs> it is. It totally is. I think because I can go like I, I keep love, it low. You're a music fan. I love karaoke, and like Kristen, Kristen is tone deaf and can't carry like. I can't hear the tune. Yeah, yeah. she she doesn't hear it. Right. I don't exactly. So, that's what so I mean. So what yeah. she does is memorizes really hard rap songs, mm. like "Lose Yourself." Yeah, and does them by memory because she's a nerd. Right. And and she doesn't <laughs> want to be left out, so she does something really hard, like be a doctor, and like and just blows people's minds. It does just mic drops one song. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I can see that. And like rapping is a little. It's a, if you can do it, you don't really need to. You don't have to be singing, right? You don't have to like be in. Like, so the weird like thing is she can't, she can't keep. She's Naven uh, from uh, <laughs> from the jerk. She can't like keep her right. a beat. Yeah. So I have to hype man her and uh, keep her on, on beat. beat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I just go like, I think mom the- spaghetti. <laughs> like I just have to like keep, <laughs> right, keep her going. Yeah, I'm like keep her, right, right. I, I am her like Saint yeah, Lunatic yeah, yeah. to right. her Nelly. Remember when rappers had hype men? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Like I, so that I've tried to do karaoke too, and I just I lose the the rhythm. Like I can't keep up with the words. Like it goes too fast, or I go too fast. Oh, that happens to me too. Right, and I'm like, I, and then it I just get I lose the whole thing. Well, and, the thing know. is, you need to know the song perfectly. Well, exactly. Because otherwise, if you follow the words, you lose track. Because you're like you 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 miss the like yep the heart of the song. Right, exactly. Right, because you're drawing out certain words. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Let's do some karaoke together, too. Oh, man. All right. Before you... You and me, you and me, <laughs> we'll go to Sing Sing by ourselves. We'll do a fucking... And oh, we we'll, got to bring the girls with us. Well, that'll be awesome. Yeah, they we'll would do an that. hour. Anne would, Anne would be in her... You and really? Anne would be having, like, competitions, I think. <laughs> you know, it's fun. Jesse is a good karaoke oh, guy to right. bring along, too. All right. Bring him to them. You, me, Jesse, and... That's your going away party. Anyone that's listening to this and wants... That would be so fun, <laughs> That would be amazing. Too. Let's do it. I, you know what I wanted to do one time? Mm-hmm. I wanted to do a live band all Seeger karaoke Ooh. night where everybody picks a Seeger song. They learn it really well. I did this for Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I think you told me. Yeah. yeah. I did it with Eric Rideholm. Hello. If you guys don't know about your sports shows, <laughs> Eric Rideholm, the producer of PTI, and I both did a uh, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen uh, karaoke cover sh- show. 
But okay. I think Seeger would be great. There's so many fun Seeger yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. Or if you, you do like a, a Seeger um, McDonald kind of like a mash up, like he's Seek, got Seek Donald. Seek Donald. He's got Nick you know Seeger. He's, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you could get you could get the guys that can go. Because not everyone can hit Seeger. Right. They're hard songs. Right. But you can do it. Some of it's like a little funkier. Some of it's a little you know Keep like. Forgetting. We're not in love anymore. Oh, yeah. that's great. Mm. Seek Donald. Seek Donald. Wow. Yeah. You just came up with something dope. Boom. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Uh, Bob Seeger is your uncle. <laughs> Check out there's there's a great bar rock song I've been listening to of Seeger's recently. Uh, it's called uh, what? Some, Sunspot Baby. Sunspot Do you know that song? Baby, I'm not off the top of my head. It's pretty bad because of all the <laughs> bar rock that's come after it. It's very bar rock. Did this like start like bar rock? It's, I think it's the I think it's the jewel, yeah. the genesis, the genesis of bar rock. Like wow, there is no there's no Georgia satellites without Sunspot Baby, and wow. it's amazing because it's a story song. He talks about this woman. She's like. He's like, she took my American Express. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I implore you, fans of the show, right. Candlebox, yeah. do that song. And then Seeks. follow it with Sunspot Baby. That's yeah. a great seven Ooh. minutes of your life. Okay. Yeah. No one in the car. And they just hit it again. Yeah. yeah. And then just do it again. Yeah. yeah. And, and they do it again. again. Yeah. Take it home. <laughs> then do it once in the fucking driveway. Yeah. While, yeah, yeah, while yeah. people are looking at you, right? Yep. No, don't Get out care. of the car. Don't care. Dance out around the car, the car a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Doors open. Yeah. Like old man white. Yeah. Dancing. Yeah. 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 Do yeah. some old man white dancing, yeah. and then dance your way into the living mm-hmm. room. Just mm-hmm. go right into the house. Yeah. Hug your wife. Yeah. Who's been there making kids. chili all night? Yeah. And their yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chris, dude, we have really <laughs> we, fucked up. We just did 25 show. minutes, dude. This is amazing. <laughs> this is awesome. You want to talk about the NFL draft? Yeah. Sure. I know you don't. Well, I just want to talk about one thing okay. because I thought it was interesting. There's always one thing you can talk about. What's you always that? find one thing. I love this. Every year, every year we do this, and you always like you hate on the draft. You, the draft's you call, the worst. You called it the conference call of sports <laughs> last year's show. <laughs> it is, which I thought was amazing. That's an amazing quote. I love that one. Uh, uh, but you always end up talking about it, which I find even more impressive. Shut up. Okay, can you do you talk first? I, I feel it's stupid now. No, no, no. no. You, okay. got, you got one thing, so let's start okay. with your one thing, and it'll, it'll get into the rest of it. Yesterday, I had texted you, did you watch the E60 on Tony oh, Mandridge? I did not at right. the time. Right, and you were like, oh, I feel like he's going to be like a total Ryan Leaf-like douche. Yeah. And no. I, was like, I was like, surprisingly, I had not watched the E60 yet. I didn't either. At that point. Right. And, but I had heard him do an interview. He's so grounded, and I yes. forgot that he had redeemed himself as a cult. Mm-hmm. I got for, he had like four years or something. Good years. And he never he never publicized the fact that he was a, a painkiller addict. Yeah, he just was like they were like he's washed and he's like yeah I'm washed and he left. Yep. Got he got sober. Mm-hmm. Went to the Colts. Played his ass off for like pretty like league minimum salaries. Then got a payday. Got a three year three million contract. I think um, was offered an extension and declined it because. His shoulder was so fucked mm. that the trainers were like, "We can, we'll manage your painkillers, but uh, you have to go on painkillers." Yeah. And he's he like, was nope. like, "He was like, no." That's amazing. So that's the difference between him and Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf wasn't a good guy. Ryan Leaf never got a handle on his thing. Ryan Leaf only is—he's now leaned into like, "I'm the villain." Where Tony Mandrich, there's something really grace, graceful about recognizing the problem in yourself. Turning down money to 
to keep yourself on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I, I really respect that. And I hated the fucking guy in in. in I mean, he was a. He was an. I mean, he was, he, a he prick. was arrogant. He was, he was a prick. Although we've so, talked about him before on on pods before because he was like a. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated twice. Yeah, dude. Did you do you remember those? So that I didn't. I, I forgot about this. So when he was just drafted, before he was drafted, SI came out and and their title for the the magazine was the Incredible Bulk. Yeah. Right. And, and he was showed, like shirtless, and he was a monster. What he ate. Right. They didn't talk about steroids. They no, no, no. Well, but no one. That's the other funny thing is like, and so I watched the first half hour of the of the. It came on like right after we were texting about. So I, I was able to watch the first half hour. I haven't yet to see it. It's really good. It's okay. it's and I learned a a lot of things about there. And and like he he stopped taking steroids once he went to the NFL because he knew he would get caught. And he replaced it with painkillers. And he just right? replaced it with painkillers, yeah. basically. Right. So he but, said he said in this interview that steroids do give you like an effect. Where if you stop taking steroids, you feel like you need to replace that feeling with something else. Yeah, I could see, yeah, and like, but he even knew, like, he and his teammates even knew that, like, he he just became smaller and smaller without as like, those roids. without the roids and like less, you know, weaker and weaker. Even like Domajowski, the, the the quarterback back then for the Green Bay Packers, they interviewed him and he really? was like, he's like, we could see it on the on the really? practice field. He was like, he just didn't, he looked smaller and he just kept getting smaller and smaller and like weaker and and it's like everyone knew. Like he even he even was like he was called the doctor in college. It was his nickname because he could get everyone else steroids on the wow. team. And he said, I think he said at least Michigan State, Michigan State, at least half. Who, by the way, was an assistant coach at the time there? Tom Izzo. Uh, <laughs> no, Nick Saban. Really? Yeah. Go figure. Uh, or he, I don't think he was the head coach. Saban was getting hemorrhoids for sure. They interviewed Saban. Really? And Saban was like, he's like, we just like we, you know. You know, he kind of was dancing around it, and like, and, and Mannerich even refused to throw the coaches or the, or the rest of his players under the bus. That's what I'm saying. Ryan Leaf would have thrown everyone under the bus for an E60. Like he's just—it's a different. No, no, no character. not now, not now. Uh, no, Ryan Leaf is—he's Ryan Leaf's a POS. That's what, dude. I just no. I, I think now he's—he's he's really found. He's like he I has don't. a kid. He's like doing um, social work. He has like his own uh, thing where he's helping other people with addictions. He's doing. He's. I think he's trying. He's at least trying. He's doing real good. This and I think is he's an been eye roll. This is a fucking two or three years eye roll. I'm just saying. Like, fuck out of here. that's what it meant. It's sort of the redemption story with Ryan Leaf. Is, is it took a lot longer than probably Mandrich did, but but they're both kind of they're, they've gotten to that stage now where they can talk openly and honestly about that. If I ever told you about the so in seventh grade, I I very distinctly remember we had this like we had this gym teacher who was missing fingers for some reason. I don't remember him. <laughs> yeah. But we like did laps one day. Like we were like it was one of those gym classes where you'd like on Wednesdays you right, run, you run for fucking right, twenty two minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we all we all <laughs> we all sandbagged. We sucked in in his defense. But then he sat us around and berated us and like carried a kip, an, uh, an issue of that incredible bolt. Mm. He had it in his hands and he was like pointing at it. He's like, This guy works his ass off. You fuckies should work your asses off his if you did as, as much as, like, he'd gained inspiration yeah. from this guy, and I'm sure he's long dead. He probably died two years after that. But, like, <laughs> I would love to fucking shove this E60 yeah, yeah, yeah. down yeah. his throat and be like, you wanted us yeah. as fucking 12-year-olds, right. 13-year-olds to be inspired by this steroid future, like, alcoholic? Yeah. Like, go he's, fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the other... So when he, when he fell, too, right? And this, this was the other... And I just... It's like amazing, but it's also like sad and stuff. Is like the other SI cover, like after his his fall from grace, was the incredible bust. 
Like they were able to book in like these titles, you know, so similarly, you know, yeah. like, I, just, I just thought like this whole story well, is that's so a, like that's a New York Post thing, right? Right. It's amazing though. Um, it's just he finished sixth in the Heisman voting. He was so good in college as like, a as an O lineman, as an O lineman, as a left tackle. He was yeah. sixth because he was that was so that was his hype. He was so good and so dominating that I mean, he literally the the video and the pictures of him. He literally he looked like. Like some something out of a out of like a superhero comic Ma- book, or something, Mar- right? Like he, he was, was a Marvel. He, he was, was so much bigger than everybody else, and to be he was six six and three hundred like twenty pounds or something. And back then, that was huge for an offensive lineman. Even Meanwhile, though offensive linemen were big, they were just never that right, big. And it, right. And for him to be the second round pick, and, and for Green second Bay, second pick of the draft. Or, not yeah, second round sorry, pick. second pick of the draft. And, for, and like they interviewed like the, the president of the Green Bay Packers at the time or whatever, all these things, and it was like, how could you not know this guy was on steroids? Like everyone just was like, oh, this guy's just a yeah, totally amazing. Yeah, at the same time, Lyle Alzado was like dying. Right. Like it wasn't like steroids were not known. Right. Rocky Four had already come yeah, out. Yeah, I'm sorry. sure. How I many? I mean, he Rocky, said but. he said at least half to three quarters of the team were probably taking steroids. Oh, for sure. You know, so, at Michigan State. So Mike. Golick was interviewing him, and Golick, like in the interview, was like, "I did steroids, wow. like coming off an injury. Yeah. I did steroids when he was on the Eagles. Yeah. No, no, when he was on the Packers. That's what, it, right? That had to have been the Packers. He was on the Packers. No, Eagles. Because he was Reggie White. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Reggie White and the Packers. But yeah, so Golick like admitted it. So if Mike Golick, like the holier than thou dude, right. was doing steroids as a pro, yeah, yeah, think of how many yeah, college kids yeah, are doing. Yeah, yeah. It. I mean, think how many college kids are still doing it. Yeah, I, I got a I got a friend who's a who's a trainer, right, at the gym and stuff, and 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 he gives you shoes. Yeah, and he gives me steroids. Um, <laughs> Does uh, he shoot him into your butt? No, but he he, he I mean, he's we we talk about this constantly. He's like with even with like LeBron and all these athletes and stuff. He's like, there's no way that they aren't taking uh, performance or some sort of enhancement. LeBron for sure is taking a. He's like, you can't be that big and that. Yeah athletic and great and stuff he's like without doing and he's like it might not be technically illegal or whatever they're taking and it's not steroids what or at least what they used to take steroids as right he's like but they're not anabolic steroids right, right? yeah that's the thing right i mean right. i'm not i'm no doctor i don't know what i but don't he's know like, you, it's almost physically impossible to, to bulk up like that and he's like those guys that also to put on like 20 30 pounds yeah. you know over a season or whatever yeah. he's like that's just it's 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 almost physically that metcalf kid in the draft right now has uh two percent body fat like he is there's no way he he's yeah, doing he that just, naturally. He just looks good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's no way. Right. There can't be Yeah. You can't get to 2% body fat. I don't think you can do that without perf- just from like You get you, you even if you're genetically a freak, you can't be that genetically of a freak. I think you're right. Right. I mean, I don't I'm again. There's some I'm, kids, you know, some guys are just ripped, they're muscular, they're big, whatever. He's like, but that like you can't. So, I guess my my take with all of that is just a sec like back then I to think be, Tony to Manage be a, was, a number two pick, yeah. and to fail in any regard was considered. I mean, he was know, one of bust. the biggest busts of all time. But was he? Like, wh- yeah. Who, who was number two in last year's draft? Uh, Saquon Barkley. Okay, the year before. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make my point here, uh, please. Stop it. I don't remember the year before. Exactly, my point exactly. But I don't remember who was the first pick that year either, though. It was. Dominique Wilkins. Uh, the, <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm saying busts is like, happen, like, you know, busts like, happen, but Jamarcus he, Russell was a bust. Ryan Leaf was but, a bust. But what? But I guess we. Kajana Carter was a bust. I know we love Achilles Smith. Like we yeah. love, we yeah. love, we love yeah. Yeah. Joey Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love Joey Harrington. I guess my point is just sort of like Joey Harrington isn't going to have an E60 because 
No, no, because no, he doesn't have a biggest. There's, there's nothing a, there's interesting a, about right, it. Right, totally, absolutely. And Tony Magic, there is an interesting story there, and I think that the interesting part of the story for me, and I think this could have. This is sort of like a inspirational moment was that he recognized the problem in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of Normally like, it's people like years later, 10, 20 yeah, years later. falling from right. grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he recognized right. it in the moment. Right. He, A, stopped steroids because he thought he was going to get caught. Yep. B, got addicted to painkillers uh, and alcohol, but right. caught himself and still had a successful NFL career. Yeah. And now is like a really sort of eloquent she, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, he wasn't hiding. He wasn't trying to like... No, uh, and he knew himself. Even just, trying to rewrite just, his story, he just, was just like, "This is what this is what fucking happened." Knowing yourself right. is so important, and it, it I think just he's goes like a, a long nature way. photographer now or something. Yeah, he's it's crazy. Cool, yeah, he's kind of a cool dude, and he looks like he, he has a photography studio. You're right. He, he looks like in Arizona or something. I think yeah, like he's found oh, peace. Jesus, I think or something, racist. right? Or uh, whatever. I don't know. I, I didn't see the whole story, obviously, but um, and he he looks like a dude. He looks like a like your middle aged uncle who teaches like high school math or something, but right? That's fine. We, no, we, no, 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 it's great. So like, I, I totally when I saw him, I was like, whoa, that's Tony Manorich now. Like he's not like you know some guys. You're, you're just like, oh, that guy used to play football. You, you would never think that guy used to be uh, an offensive lineman in, in in the NFL. I have probably although he's probably still six six or whatever, but yeah, still, I have twenty Tony Manorich football cards from his rookie season because I was like gambling hard yeah. on those being valuable. Those and Eric Metcalf, oddly enough. I don't oh. know if this Metcalf is related to that Metcalf. They're not. Uh, do, you have any, do you have any takes for this uh, draft um, as, we, as we somehow avoid talking about <laughs> any NBA on this podcast? Um, I, there was a lot of prop bets I thought would, would maybe make it a little more funner to... to to gamble on the draft because it would probably be the only thing that makes it interesting right. for so most people. What I had texted you yesterday was that DraftKings won't take a first pick of the draft bet. Anymore. Right. That's how much they're convinced Kyler Murray's going. Yeah. So all you can bet is the second pick. Right. Uh, that was the only prop bet I saw. What which is San you... Francisco, which is not like, I don't know if that's a big of a... It's, it's Bosa. Bosa, most likely. Maybe they trade the pick. There was thing, but there was things like how many tight ends are drafted in the first round, which I thought was interesting. How many running backs? Because so, what do you think on tight ends? Really because that's my least favorite first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate it. So there's three of them that are really good this season, and that's unusual for anyone NFL. That takes a goddamn tight end. So the the over under is two and a half. Um, the over two and a half is plus three twenty five. I kind of thought because there's there's three guys and one guy could sneak in there at the end of the th- in the first round. I thought that was a pretty decent bet. To, Bet on. Three tight ends. Three tight ends. And you know who's going to take one of those tight ends? New England. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The oh. New England won't. They'll, they'll, okay. they'll, New England's. But there's at least New a half England, dozen no, teams that probably will pick a. New could England pick a has tight end. you thinking they're going to replace fucking Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, no, they probably won't. But there's no way that that team is stupid enough to didn't get Rob Gronkowski well, those, in the first round. One of those round. tight ends. I know exactly. But one of those tight ends from Alabama, and I, that could just be there's a Saban Belichick connection there. I'm just saying that like, there's d- some possibilities here. Most likely they'll trade out of that pick, and someone else will come in yes. and take a quarterback. Yes. Which leads me to the other one is how many quarterbacks draft in the first round over under three and a half. And there's four names out there legitimately that people there will be four picks in the first right. round, guaranteed. The, the over the over is minus five hundred, so that tells you what what they're thinking here. It'll be Locke. It'll be that kid from. Uh, Daniel Duke, Jones from Duke, and yeah, then, Haskins uh, and Murray. Haskins and Murray, right. yeah. Those those right. four. Pit There's guys. even rumors now that the Giants are so in love with Daniel Jones, who's the worst of these, who most people have rated as a third or fourth round pick, that they'll take they him at sixth. No, which will they just will be not. Perfect. They won't. They'll just be perfect. They should take Haskins. Like he's the he's the guy. Uh, Haskins is going to be a good quarterback. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. There's also. Uh, oh wait, the Giants don't like black people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's actually because the Giants, there's actually one uh, Giants first pick. Dwayne Haskins is plus 250. Drew Locke is plus 600. And then it, the, the one I, oh, Daniel Jones is plus 800. But then I thought it was like, if anything, the Giants would probably draft. Dave Gettleman is a terrible GM, I think. But he loves, he loves playing it safe in the draft, right? So he usually goes offensive lineman and defense, defensive lineman. Right. right, and his time in Carolina, and then even last year, I mean, he picked Barkley just because he was the best player probably in the draft. He couldn't go away from that. But otherwise, he picked like a couple offensive linemen and whatever else. So there's guys like there's guys on the board who, if you could find an offensive or defensive lineman who are long shots, they're they're like plus eight hundred or plus a thousand. I would say bet on those guys I more because it's a safer pick for him. But I think, but here's where I disagree. I think the Giants are looking after losing Odell. They're looking for some way to like have a boost on their team. They're competing. They don't want, they're competing with the Jets right now, who just had an amazing offseason. They've got a really bright future, and and probably will make the playoffs this year. I would venture to guess. Safe picks. He 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 he's like he has no dra- way. That I, the only all God, pro or all star like he's drafted guard. is two offensive linemen. One of them was a guard. Like he doesn't Ugh. pick flashy guys. That's why he got rid of Odell Beckham. He doesn't like person. He he didn't offer Norman um, Josh Norman a contract. I know, it's He's too flashy. There's there, he has a system and a way of picking. I'm telling you, the, I I started doing a deep dive the other day on his draft picks, and it's just it's so vanilla, and it's so like he'll he'll take talent, but as long as that talent isn't doesn't shine. Yeah. Right. He he barely picks quarterbacks. Like he didn't pick well, no Cam shit. Newton. No shit. Like I don't think he would have. He, you know, he inherited Cam Newton, Carolina. I don't think he would have ever picked Cam Newton if he was there. I, you I know? I'm not going to disagree. with So you. that's why Daniel Jones actually to me makes a lot of sense because the guy is. I mean, can the guy be any more? And he, the people are comparing him to Peyton Manning for Christ's sakes. Wow. Like how fitting would that be if if the guy wow. who gets compared to a Manning replaces Eli? How many people do you think call like? What's his name? Schefter? Who's the guy that... Schefter, yeah. Adam Schefter? How many people... How many teams do you think call Adam Schefter and are like, what do you think? Who should we take? Oh, no. They're not asking for his opinion. You don't think? No, no, no. You don't think? No, no, no. I feel like... He has good relationships on those guys, so he's asking them what they're going to do or whatever they take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Adam Schefter has no idea what talent is in the NFL. Well, no, except for in hair. (laughs) He's got talented hair. Does he? That guy... He's no Mel Kuyper Jr. Well, Mel Kuyper Jr. is the worst human being ever born. (laughs) I love him. I hate him. I love him because he's just so absurd. He's absurd, and he's not even good at his one job. No, no. He's but he's he's always off. He's always so far <laughs> off. I know it's great. It'd be like asking a fucking four year old, "Who do you like?" <laughs> I the Steelers. Okay, you yeah. and I think I had a better track record last year in the draft. We than- did. <laughs> we know the draft better than him, and I hate the draft. And you, for some reason, watch it. Oh, like, I love it. I know you're. So I don't weird. know why. I, lo- I love so it. Weird. I've always, I've watched it since I was a kid. Ugh. Ugh. I love it. So I'm still upset we don't have the football phones. Can we, football helmet phones. Can we talk basketball? There's one thing we got to talk about. One thing. Our, oh, bo- our boy. Dame you, time. So. Right? It's the one thing we got to talk about. My biggest regret of 2019 was I went to bed at halftime. Yeah. I'm never going to live Yeah. I couldn't stay up. I couldn't watch I it. I went to bed. At, I tried. I tried. Fuck the West Coast. Yeah, man. These Why can't they, games. Like, come on. I can't fucking be up that late. Why does the West Coast get so West Coast get We're New prime York. Time for them. We're New York City. I don't give a fuck. We're New York City. <laughs> they don't even work past four o'clock. Why am I talking like Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, no. <laughs> I hate West Coast games. Get up earlier. <laughs> 
What's leave, the deal? What's the deal? West Coast Games. Leave work earlier. Yeah. Come on. Uh, God, I am uh, Bill Maher doing Chris Merseth doing <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> in a Penny Marshall film. Uh, so. So <laughs> we're just gonna hang on that one for a while. I love it. It's gonna keep going. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's a good one. It's, it's a my really Letterman. It's yeah. my Letterman. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep bringing it back. You're my you're my uh, Paul. Mm. You just yeah. laugh at it, ha, yeah. Ha, yeah. Dave. Ha. Yeah. Ha. yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just keep doing it forever. Play a little it's tune outside. Yeah. You need a tune. Yeah, you need like a little Casio tone. Oh my god, dude! Our our show would be so much better if it had that. It'd be great because I wouldn't know how to play it. Uh, well, that's Paul. I will say this: Paul is a great keyboardist. Yes, you are not. No, yeah, it's the one thing we don't have. You in have common. more hair than him, though. Yeah. So you got you make up. For All right, that. there's two things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also Canadian. So, so uh, superhero Dame, mm-hmm. uh, who now everyone's like riding his jock. I know. Everyone loves him suddenly. All of a sudden, Chris, you are a, you are a, the, uh, you're the golden goose. You're the Brock Osweiler. Of NBA takes, <laughs> you said Portland would be knockout. Who knew you could I, just in, insert a, l- a versatile, terribly, t- terribly uh, trained defensive player in in uh, Cantor, uh, just fit him in, and all of a sudden it opens the floor, and now you've got a better team. I think the Blazers are better. I'm going to agree with you; they're better without Nurkic. Yeah, I, although I think they they sort of maybe. You could make the argument they lucked out playing a team like Oklahoma City, who who is an incredible floor spacing team. They don't shoot a lot; of, like they're not good three point shooters. Oh, they bad. have a they they're have bad. a big yeah. they have a big center. So like you can even if Nurkic was in there, I think I think they probably it wouldn't have hurt him either though, right? I mean this game this game made it. so they but and and they have the perfect opportunity now to go against De- either Denver or San Antonio Which in the next round. Crush. Which they'll be either team. I, I think so too. Either both team are two point shooting teams. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. three point right, shooting. Right, exactly. Teams. Or they're mid range. Yeah, I mean, so Dame, it, it works Dame, to their favor. But Dame, they they capitalize on Dame it. Dame puts up fifty, wins on the longest three I've ever seen game oh, winner. So and crazy. I've seen some awesome. Do you remember like two years ago, maybe three, when the Portland won in the first round on a last second shot by Dame in the fucking Rose Garden, and and people went nuts, and there were all these like video shots of them like. All the fans sitting there. That wasn't know. against Houston, was it? I think it was. In Chandler Parsons' face? It might have been. Yeah. I've worse. seen the replays of that. Yeah. And they were comparing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they were? It was almost the same shot. Yeah. But except it was like on the left side. And the place just erupts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Portland, yeah. sneaky best fan base in the in the world. Yeah. Because you've got like, it's all of the Northwest. Also, Kevin Calabro had a great call on that on the shot the other night. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good. It was great, yeah. ESPN yeah. played Calabro's yeah. call. Yeah, 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 right. Which I, I thought was really was respectful yep. yeah. because he was losing his mind. Uh, I attribute Dame's fantastic play to the fact that I bought Dame 4s about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've had those shoes, he's, unstoppable. he's been unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And he shot The question them. is, are you unstoppable wearing them? Uh I've been I've I've been playing better lately. Yeah. I've been playing nice. better lately. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been working on my jumper. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm getting a like I I realized like as an old fat man. A thousand I, shots I, a day. I, well, I've been no. I just I, I my jumper had turned into more of like a an impression of a jumper. <laughs> where I wasn't really jumping. I was doing like a oh the set shot kind yeah. of like, yeah or like a couple inches maybe yeah off yeah. So I've been ground. I've just been going out with my dog mm-hmm. and just taking so a you stop using your legs. You're just using stopped, your arms. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, now, yep, I've, and totally. now, but so now I've been jumping. Okay. In my jumper. Boom. And it's 
Tickling that twine. Well, you just—it's a better looking shot. Sure. Like when it goes it in, yeah. it looks—it mm-hmm. looks vicious. Yep. yep. Instead of like a, instead but, of like a teardrop or like a like a instead of a splash, like flash. Yeah. It looks more like it's ripping through the net. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The rip- yeah. 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 You putting your hand in the cookie jar? I am. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean I it's I'm trying to move away <laughs> from the old man game. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. I was. Yeah. I was just moving into the old man game without even realizing it because it was just easier. That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens. So now I'm 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 working on my I'm working on my J. Nice. How are we looking? We right got now? we got a few more minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a, I got a crew coming this way in that's about fine. five minutes. So I just I want to I just want to give like all the praise in the world because of that shot and like and the Thunder are so salty and so hating on this and like saying it was a bad shot except for it went in so it can't be a bad shot. But the, the troll job that Lillard has been doing, like sneaky quietly, and just because it versus the flash and the, the Did pomp. Those guys jump on their fucking phones as soon as they got in the locker room. Like they were all hitting up Twitter. Yeah. Like, did you see the timing on those tweets? Yeah. Like it was like, it was minutes after the shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's they, crazy. They like. Apparently, there's a story on Yahoo Sports about how uh, Dame Lillard had people over like the night before, the two nights before the game, watching like the Houston Jazz series. Yeah, that is, that's that's gonna. Uh, I love that. Sh- I love that. He knew where the camera was. Yeah, he, he looked in a he pig pile. Yeah, he was like, "Yep, yeah. <laughs> so like, dope, man." This was so pre-planned. So he in the in the night or two before it, he even like with, around friends, and there was one the one dude, the reporter from Yahoo Sports, Chris Haynes, I think, was even like. He even just like in the middle of the game, he just he was sitting there eating like food and stuff. All of a sudden, he's like, "I'm putting these motherfuckers away tomorrow night." Like he just he was like he just knew he this was premeditated. Yeah, like he knew what they he was doing. They were down ten with like four minutes left. And the whole crazy. right and the whole thing with like Westbrook Rock and the fucking baby I can't stand and, and Schroeder like tapping his wrist like trying to mock. Yeah, Dame Lillard the bye bye the wave bye bye. Oh, yeah, he, you yep. can't beat that dude. He shot a thirty seven footer to put himself in 50 points to end the he series. He took two steps, fucking, walking away, and then turn around, wave by. Bye-bye. Bye. All yeah. this was premeditated. Yeah. He knew that he was going to do this. Paul George, the most overrated fucking player of the second half Play of this season. P. Fucking PG Where is he? Where is he? Uh, everyone's like, he's injured. He's injured. You got to... He was an MVP candidate. You know who he was an MVP yeah. candidate for? The media. Right. No, he was never an MVP candidate. No one was ever chanting MVP when he shot free throws. There's a there's a couple quotes from Lillard after the game and like stories, or whatever. He was just like he was talking about Westbrook. He was doing that on jump shots, uh, doing the rock the rock and the baby or whatever. He's like, you're not. That's not when you're supposed to rock the baby. You rock the baby after overpowering someone in the post. He had one layup in the post on me. Look it up. I'll live with his jump shots. He wasn't rocking no baby on me. Wow. And then he went on to say, uh, here. Westbrook scores like on a player. He often he often gets animated, shouting, showing up opponents, and this this series was no exception. Lillard doesn't try to disrespect the opponent. Like he made a point of saying like he doesn't try to you know. So he he just keeps calling Westbrook out, and 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 uh, apparently Westbrook is calling players like bitches after he makes like a of few baskets or whatever. And he's like accord and, and accordingly that's usually fighting words against the players. That's like yeah. usually no no apparently an uh, unwritten rule. Bitch. Right, unless you're a closeted homosexual. Then it's fine. Right, right, right. <laughs> which, which Westbrook is? And he might be. And literally said, he's like, that's, that, that, the way I see it, it's basketball. I know I ain't no bitch-ass motherfucker, he so it doesn't that? bother me. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, this is great. He's got a college degree. Can I say this? Yeah. So the tweets afterwards, here's what I find fascinating about the Twitterverse. I don't follow Twitter, but I, you know, ESPN after, ESPN.com, I think, and also... Bleacher Report put up all the tweets yeah. the players yeah, said yeah, 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 yeah. after, like, as the shot went in. 
Iverson is always top of the list. Okay. He's the only retired player that anyone gives a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, like he's relevant. He's the player's old school player. Right. Like, Iverson is relevant now. Right. Which is dope. Because they still respect his who from who from no one's fucking out there being like, yo, Ray Allen, check his tweets. No, no, no one gives yeah, a fuck about those no, guys. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, you can say Magic, what you want like about, nobody, like no even, even, even like Shaq, no, no one cares about those guys. still down with the fucking players. But Barkley, Iverson, I don't think Barkley tweeted. If he did, Barkley might be the only one because he's just, he's well, outspoken. Also, but. a Philly, Philly, no, I, I'm true. never going to speak poorly of Charles Barkley. No, no, no I'm saying But Iverson came up with a great pun that no one else hit, which was God Dame. I love that. Yeah. God like that Dame. One. I saw one that was Video Game Dame. I don't know if that's a new one that's or not. A, it is. It's not new. I, I mean. I like that. Superhero is, is the new thing, mm, like okay. he, which he kind of is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that there was a sneakerhead article about how he's like he, how he designs his sneakers at Adidas? Oh, I saw something about it, but I didn't read it. He had, a, he had a yellow mongoose bike as a kid. Nice. That got jacked. Oh. So Adidas recreated as a special gift for him the yellow mongoose bike so dope. that he that he had as a kid and designed a sneaker colorway that's the exact same colorway of those yellow mongoose. Dude, that's isn't that money? This this is the type of thing that right this guy nothing to dislike about him. No no handsome senior cool he's got a college degree as my wife would say (laughs) (laughs) this is totally the thing that's gonna propel him now he's gonna start getting like all pro nods and like more respected like in in like voting yeah. and stuff like those things oh, for right sure. yeah. right cuz he's just it's he was always he was always like he's kind like of quite a, a he, sassy kind of a dude but he was a he was always a questionable like all-star choice for right a because while. there's just so now many other good away. players yeah. right now i think he's just he's going to get that notoriety now yeah. instead of those other players who were like Paul George or Westbrook or exactly. whatever stuff right oh there's, he's he i think it's so weird how the mighty have fallen like Westbrook MVP 2 years ago i think every team if we ask who they'd just, rather have would oh, be sure. Dame over oh, Westbrook. Sure. Oh, for sure. So how do you call yourself a most valuable player in that regard? Because he, he averaged a triple-double. Like, and I'm okay with him giving him because of that reason for that season because no one's done it in 40 years or whatever right. it was, right? right? And now he's done three years in a row, and everyone, it's like taking the shine off it a little bit or whatever, and so it's like not that big a deal. That's fine. Over and done with. Like, but now Lillard, Lillard probably next season will probably be in that top five of like MVP voting stuff just because all of a sudden he has, this, he has this thing now attached to him of like, of, of, he has a star. He has a, he's a shining star now because he has this one moment in time yeah. that just leaves him, you know, leaves every, with uh, in everybody's mind. It's such an ill shot. The 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 next day, he even posted on his Instagram. This is I thought this was great. He just keeps the troll the troll thing going. And he just he, it's a quote from Sun Tzu: "The Art of War." It is the unemotional, reserved, calm, detached warrior who wins, not the hot head seeking vengeance. And not the ambitious seeker of fortune. Wow. And then he just writes like in his in the Instagram like post on the side. He's like, on to the next. Can we drop the show on that? Let's do it. That, that was fucking beautiful. I love uh, that's our first ever uh, wave art goodbye. of war. Yeah, yeah, wave goodbye. Wave <laughs> goodbye, Chris. 